Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get in the episode, I wanted to give a shout out to Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at MidnightSyndicate.com. Also, we'd like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sounds you hear throughout our podcast. You can check them out at www.youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Check out our website at DieByTheSwordPodcast.com. You can get connected with the community by checking us out on the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, all of them. Contact us at DieByTheSwordPodcast at gmail.com, and don't forget to leave a review on whatever you listen to us on. Now, join me with this week's episode. you guys well i can kind of see you guys uh i have not i'm still going strong on my no haircut for covid (laughs) so far yeah it looks pretty long yeah this is the longest i've ever had my hair i think by far actually by a couple inches now by an inch or two so yeah yeah i remember you had a a long cut before but yeah this is longer than that Mm. i think i can get it down to my chin now Ooh, mm. you sure can. Fancy. Now, I, uh, so you think think you're going to keep it or you're going to cut it eventually? You know, I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, well, you know, I might just get it trimmed up to look a little better, less, a little less shaggy around the shoulders and stuff and uh, and see how that goes for a little bit. I don't know. I'm 42. I don't know how much longer I'll have all this hair. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, if it hadn't started now. I don't think it's going to start falling Let's out. Let's hope. At least I don't think. I hope not. Hopefully not. But uh, I haven't shaved completely uh, since COVID started. Uh, and I'm kind of debating it right now. I haven't shaved completely since 1990-something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I did have someone that I work with uh, one time. And you know, I'd known her for like eight years. And sh- I shaved everything off. And she says, Oh my God, this is the first time I've ever seen your chin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I was going to ask, are you normally clean shaven or cause that, you know, no, not normally. Uh, okay. I usually keep at least a goatee, but, uh, right now it's a full beard and it's uh blinding white. And I'm afraid <laughs> that people are going to start showing movies off of it. <laughs> I thought that was going a different direction. And I thought right. you were going to say she had shaved during COVID and all of a sudden she came in with a full beard and you were like, Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> the bearded ladies in town. Oh, hey, baby. That's, that's a beautiful beard you have there. Yeah, I take after my mom with my mustache, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, had a, now, I've had a full beard through this, but not as lustrous yeah. as Keith's, but I've had a full beard through the whole say. thing. Yeah. Keith's got I a beard. I haven't, yeah, I haven't shaved since April, so I'm about. Probably about eight inches long on my beard. Hi, so, exaggerating? No. Are you, are you, uh, nope. What I see, no, it's. Are you measuring on. from the base of the neck or? <laughs> yeah, are, are, are those AOL inches? <laughs> Internet oh. inches on my beard, yes. But what I did not know, though, is when you grow out a beard, though, when you get it wet in the shower, you have to blow dry your beard too, just like your hair. 
because it stays super wet. Yes. Yeah, it's air. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to blow dry out your beard and straighten it and everything. It's it's a process. So is that the it longest is. beard that you've ever had? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Are you going to put braids in it like a Viking? Ooh. Yes, I am. That is that is my goal. I want to yeah. see oh, those. Viking braids. Hell yeah. Yeah. So do you put like beard oil and balm in it and stuff? Yes, I do. Nice. Yeah, because otherwise my, my cheeks get super itchy. But with oh. the, I got some organic uh, beard oil and stuff and like that, and it's it's helped a lot. What is organic beard oil? Is it like the the plants that? Um... Yeah, it doesn't have all the smelly stuff in it. Like some of that stuff, you get like smells like flowers and like crazy stuff. And this this just is just smells like oil. Mine smells like like clovey. Yeah, I, I got one. anything with fragrances, it breaks me out like crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah. Normally, I don't like a lot of fragrances, but I tried one beard oil and beard balm and i was like oh this is pretty good it's like one of those manly ones i think it's like wallets or something wallets <laughs> it smells like yeah, water. i don't, <laughs> it like, I don't remember what it was but it was something it's called mud flaps <laughs> <laughs> actually it was called naked lady mud flaps i think is what ah, <laughs> i'm more of a yosemite sam kind of guy <laughs> uh, long mustache. yeah i don't like the scented beard oils in my own beard because then i just smell it all day yeah yeah it's annoying yeah. that's true you, you get uh it, it goes away for a minute and then all of a sudden you're like oh what is that oh it's me right yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm i don't like smells either but i mean i i bought the thing i might as well use it mm-hmm. yeah. i've got one that's supposed to be bourbon scented it's not bourbon scented i don't know what it is but why would you want to rub alcohol over your face so when people walk up to you and just smell and think you're drunk. Yeah, I think it's a party. I got man. this note. Uh, hobo. Hobo scented. I don't know. It was I like bourbon. I might have been drunk when I bought it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I I get the sentiment of it, but but just thinking about it, just if you think for just a second, whenever like, you smell somebody that smells like alcohol, you don't ever think good thoughts about them. Well, no, I I mean I like rum, so I like rum drinks and uh, rum cake and stuff like that. That's really great. <laughs> but do you guys do any of you guys wear colognes? Because I don't wear cologne because I don't like scents usually. No, I don't. I, I don't. own them. Uh, I have I wear, a few I, people have given them to me, but I don't wear it. I wear them daily. Yeah. And then I have my like daily ones and then I have my, oh shit, we're about to go out and do something special ones. Oh and damn. Then, That's when I yeah, put I it know. on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna do some, yeah. So I have my different yeah. tiers of cologne. That What's I use. your top tier cologne that you own right now? It's Jean-Paul Gartier. It's called Ooh. Man in a Can. <laughs> okay, what does man in a can smell like? I'm not I like Jean Paul is Jean Paul Gaultier, very high end man yeah. in a can. Right. <laughs> That's what I call it because it's like the little figure of a man. Oh, um, I know which one you're talking about. With uh, the stripes, mm-hmm. with the white and uh like blue stripes uh, or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wear. My highest one is Givenchy, but I don't like it. <laughs> Liar, it's X body spray I saw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as close as you're gonna get it for me, is and it's something like that. It's Ooh. not even axe, it's bod. <laughs> I'm going old off, school, old spice. Yes. <laughs> High karate. Oh, I haven't <laughs> heard of that in a long time. <laughs> I, I honestly think the uh, the only cologne that I currently have in the house uh, was from a gift that I got several years ago that I never opened, and it's an Ed Hardy like bundle. Uh, 
See, I, I, don't, you, I, don't, I don't blame you for not opening that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I thought you were going to re-give that to your, to your nephew. I, I was planning to, and I never did. So mm-hmm. it just happens to be in these drawers that are sitting here, and I noticed it as we were talking about it. <laughs> Somebody's getting a Ned Hardy gift. <laughs> I thought about doing it for a, you know, one of the diesel raffles? gift exchange. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh I could do the raffle, too. Yeah, yeah. So just like, to get it out of it, out of my house. Cologne. And everybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they read out a number. It's like, oh shit, I have that one. Don't don't say nothing. I don't right. Know. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I lost the ticket. Sorry. <laughs> yep. No, nobody got that one. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody gave me that as a show gift for one of the shows that I did. Okay. Yeah, I always with uh with like the white elephant Christmas gifts and stuff. Like, <laughs> man, that is some. Cause I usually try to like to bring something kind of good, but I always get mad because there's the, always the person who is like, I'm going to be funny. And then I get stuck with that. I'm like, God mm-hmm. damn it. Got stuck with your funny ass gift. Quote unquote. I, I mean, uh, it, the, the worst one I ever had is, and I, I didn't receive the gift, but someone did this. They apparently saved their toenail clippings for over a year. No. Oh. Yes. And they wrapped it no. up in a gift and gave it during a white elephant gift. Did you like, call oh the police? Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's like, uninvited from every function from there on. They should be. It's like, like, ooh, no. Right that is gross. Don't do that. Listeners, right don't do that. Mm-mm. Well, you got me. You know, I, I was going to say I got dog biscuits and I didn't have a dog at the time, but toenail clippings beats that. Um, yeah. I, I, I'd rather have the use. I'd rather have the dog biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> It's Dude, like that's that's super weird, bro. Yeah, that is yeah, that was weird. And I'm like, did you just throw them immediately in the garbage, or how did that play out? Oh, the person who got it, he did. He immediately threw it out because first, you know, he's like, "What is this jar of?" And you know, they're looking at it, and they open the jar, and they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> they opened it. Yeah, they opened it to see what 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 is that? Because you know, it's did like they smell it. They smell it. <laughs> yeah, the smell was there, and it's like, oh no, oh, oh no, oh. throw it away, oh. throw it away. <laughs> No, no. Why does this jar taste like fungus spray? Athletes, I can't stop eating them. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. Mm, I'm going to need a lot of Pringles now. Get that, get that out of my mind. <laughs> oh my god, that's. I'm sorry, guys. I'm traumatized. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a, I've had a very bizarre life. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never seen a uh, a gift that bad. Before. Oh wow! Now I was gonna say this Christmas on my gift, I got the uh, the copper mugs for, to make white Russians. Oh, cool! I, I was kind of hyped about mine. You got toenail clippings, bro. That, that's great. <laughs> uh, no, I'll go with the I'll go with the cups. I need the cups. I can use that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I did get a, a nice uh, um, dragon mug, so I'll oh, show cool. it to you sometime. Ooh, that's nice. It's nice and red. Looks like a dragon. Is it like a beer mug or like a coffee mug? It's like a coffee mug. Okay. Oh. I was like, a, I was thinking like a stein. Yeah, Ooh, that's what I was thinking cool, too. But no, this is, this is more like a coffee mug. Oh, okay. Ooh. Heck yeah. Look at that. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, nice. I got a Secret Santa gift and it was a... Uh, they know I like spicy foods, so they got me the hot nut challenge, and it's like just uh, peanuts, I think, and mm-hmm. it's just an increasing hot like. I think there's only three or four in the in each little section, but there's like five sections, and it just gets hotter and hotter. I haven't tried it yet, but is it is uh, it the death nut? Yes, the, the death, death nut challenge. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those. 
I watched the Try Guys do those. Oh, how hot does it get, go? I think uh, it's it goes, five levels. Ooh, yeah. Right. I want to say it goes up to what, like 13 million Scoville or something it's like something that. Something crazy where I'm like, it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to wind up doing it at some point, but you, I, you do that, bro. I want to, like, yeah, put me on cam. I want to watch you. Just All right. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I think that's extra content right there. We should, right. say, should we record it and release it as an episode? Yeah. Yeah, die by the nut. You can use all that extra hair to soak up all that sweat you'll be doing. Just pull it all right. off right. on your forehead. So you can't cut your hair until after the nut thing. Right. Yeah. So you know. oh. All right, I'm down for that. That's going on YouTube. Yeah, die by we the can nut. do that. No, I don't think we can call it die by the nut. People are going to think the wrong thing of us. No, that's it. That's that's the name. We're going. That's the episode name. Yeah, I like it. We're going to hell, people. (laughs) (laughs) We got to keep on brand, man. Mm, Okay. Okay. Yep. Because didn't we have a cooking show that was Fry by the Sword? Fry by by the Sword. We did Fry by the Sword. (laughs) Of the name. (laughs) Do something super dramatic. Call it Cry by the Sword. Oh no. Very emotional. If Man. someone dies, we're going to do a call at that and cry by the sword. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody trying to think of rhymes with cry? Try. Yes. Cry. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we got to sneak into a room, it's going to be pry by the sword. <laughs> there you go. If you like boys and girls, it's bye by the sword. Oh, there we go. Ooh, there you go. Hey. Hey, date night episode. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you, we could date ourselves. You got eye problems that die by the sword? Ooh. No. 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 <laughs> no. If you're smoking some sweet, some sweet weed, it's, get high by the sword. Get high by the sword. <laughs> That's when we take the die by the sword trip to Colorado. <laughs> so yeah. so high. <laughs> I want a towel. <laughs> hey, and if we do, you know, a trip to Colorado, it'd be a mile high by the sword. That's true. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I did have something really weird happen. Somebody uh, made a comment about my calves recently because uh, they're kind of big. Because I grew up in a mountainous area, and so I got like really big legs. So, and you know, this guy was like, "Did you used to work out?" I'm like, "Oh, well, I kind of, sort of did." <laughs> but I grew up in a real mountainous area is more of the reason why. You you try pedaling up a, a bicycle up a mile uh, up a up a mountain, it's it'll give you big legs. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder thighs, John. Hmm? Thunder thighs, yes. It's kind of like what my sister mentioned when she went to college. She went to Southwest Texas in San Marcos, and the college is just built on basically the side of a hill. And so you could always tell who the upperclassmen were and who the freshmen were based on the size of their calves. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> having to walk up the hill to classes. Okay, were you were you born in Texas, right? Yes. Because I say heel on everything. Because I was born and raised in East Texas, so everything uh-huh. is a heel. Climb up the heel. Well, I, I used to have a really thick Texas accent, but I also went to an acting school where they taught me to lose my accent. See, I want to do that so bad. Because they said, if you have a very standard neutral accent, it's easier to pick up other accents. It's true. Made fun of that for all the time. Like anything with the eel in it, peel, heel. Yeah, I run seal. into that. Yeah. It's always E. The more I drink, my accent will come out. And if I'm around people who have a thick Texas accent, I will start picking up the accent as well. Yeah. My 
from from around my family at all. Oh, Ooh, my, it gets real country. My family is worse. <laughs> yeah, I you, you, suddenly you're not going to think that I sound anything at all like this. It's right, really exactly. <laughs> yeah. The the fun part is when I'm talking with somebody from another country with their accent, and I start picking up their accent, speaking back to them. And they think I'm making fun of them. Well, where I'm, where I grew up, it it still retains some of the uh, old English style words. Um, I can have a problem with a u n t. To me, that aunt. word, aunt. It's always aunt. 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 Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm aunt. No, I'm an I think aunt. It's, no, it's pronounced Thea. Thea. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Thea. Yeah. Auntie. Auntie. <laughs> Auntie M, Auntie M, you'd never hear her saying that. Why is that? <laughs> it took me a long time. Auntie M, Auntie M. <laughs> trying to think, are there any other weird words that I say? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna go in from that and say, like, do y'all have uh, grandpas, grandmas, mamas, papas? I had mamaw and papa, <laughs> and then my great grandmother was big mamaw. Mm-hmm. Big mamaw. You had to mm-hmm. differentiate. But then on my dad's side, my grandmother was Nana. You know, yeah. my brother's wife is from the same area that you're from, Gary. And I just realized they call those grandparents Mamma and Papa. Hmm. So maybe it's a regional thing. Uh, that's okay. You know, I hate I hate to say this, but with family, you know, things that you you know get called as kids, they still do. I mean, everybody in my family still uses my kid kid nicknames. So it's like you're never too old for that. Which are? <laughs> uh, no, let's not go there. Is it right? <laughs> Mine were always something relating to my hair. Yeah, like I got called red a lot. Yeah, yeah. My dad did not like my red hair. I, I, I was bald for seven years. <laughs> he, uh, he. So uh, I was born with really, really orange hair, and so. Shaved it all off for the first seven years. Finally, when I'm seven, I'm like, Dad, I want to have hair. Everybody, all the other kids have hair. I want to have hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, finally get it to grow out. And it's not so much orange anymore. It had changed. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, since I didn't have hair for a long time, people uh, made fun of that. So yeah, let's not go about that nickname. <laughs> oh, okay. So like straight to the skin, like shaved? Uh, Yeah. Oh wow, it was it was I was pretty yeah nothing there. I've never been that shaved down. I've had like buzz cuts before, but I've never been. Uh, when I got to around five or six, I started doing trying to do buzz cuts, and then it was like, come on, I really want to have hair. And then unfortunately, <laughs> when I went you know got to be a teenager and stuff, I really let it go. So I had like hair forever, and now it's like, no, I don't really like that much hair. So <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a buzz cut. I was always, my dad always threatened to give me one when I was a kid and me too. I was always terrified. You, you too? Yes, me too. Uh, yeah, he would, yeah. Same threat. But I did yeah. get a, I did have a buzz cut uh, in my mid twenties. I decided just to shave it. I'm too scared of what my head looks like. Yeah. I've had a lot of um, fall scrapes, stitches in my head and that stuff. So I'm like, I'm afraid what's up there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, buzz cuts aren't too bad because you still have a little bit of hair to cover up whatever is there. That's true. Do you know who doesn't have buzz cuts? Who? These wolves we walked in on. That's true. Uh-oh. They got plenty of hair. And toenails. Ew. Jars of them. 
<laughs> so Philip wins the Segway Award for the week. Yay. There we go. Well, we're, we're <laughs> I guess Buzz cuts it went right back around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I came full circle. Full circle. Uh, so yeah, speaking of werewolves, so you guys do remember last week's episode? Chabert had a fun run in with a haunt that his face did not agree with. <laughs> Things Crispy got more hot. I'm just saying. Yep. It was a steamy situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys talked it over. Uh, you guys wanted to get rid of that haunt, but you know you'd have to give the family a proper burial to do so, and you don't have the time at the moment to go looking for the bones. So you decided to move on to the next building. Chaubert and Cabal snuck up to the building, uh, but couldn't really get a good look. Some of the w- windows were kind of covered over. So you guys decided to go inside. And uh, you went inside a shop that resembles like where like linen and cloth and other things like that would be dyed as a dyer's shop. And uh, you happen to find six werewolves with bows drawn, aimed and pointed at you. And the werewolves say, this building is protected by the prince's wolves. You may either leave, fight or die. In that order, or I mean, yes, that's probably going to be the order. <laughs> fight or die. Yeah, that would be. Uh... <laughs> but okay, but <laughs> we've got a we've got a secret. Yeah. So are our hands up? Are we? What are we? Yeah. So are we doing? I think that's going to be the best. Is Chaubert uh, is going to? Wait, 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 wait. We don't come bearing any ill will or harm. We, in fact. We have a common goal and a common friend. And then he's going to produce the purple flower. Feather. Uh, feather. feather. Flower. <laughs> <laughs> the purple flower would be Wolfsbane. I don't think you'd yeah. want to approach a werewolf with Wolfsbane. <laughs> yeah. No, not that. <laughs> that might set a whole different message. <laughs> you have the feather. Where did you get this? From the great comedian Rockwood. Ra- Ra- God. Dang it, I can't say that. Rakis Zadro. He would be the one to give this. What brings you here? We're looking to stop the plans of the Whispering Way. They're scourge upon this land, and we seek to put a stop to their plans and, and, and kill them. I see. Make a diplomacy check. Twelve. Okay, even with the bonus for having the feather, that's still not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Can you vouch for this one's story? Yes, yeah. We, we, we all we all have the same goal. We we've all come this far to defeat the Whispering Way. They've they've killed my family. They've tortured his town. He's pointing to Dorothy. I don't know about the rest of them, but if there's a plot to destroy them, I would like to join you. Do I need to make a diplomacy check? Make a diplomacy check. No. No 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 no. Wait, maybe. Seventeen. Okay. Oh, hey. With the bonus you get for having the feather that is enough to take them from hostile to indifferent i forgot that i had a high bonus good because diego does not he's being quiet (laughs) so these wolves now believing you shift from their hybrid form to human form we've already stopped three of the abominations that they brought forth they are a plague on this on this abandoned village what are your plans to defeat them we have been holed up here for quite some time so we realized we are rather outnumbered. These are all that is 
left of the Prince's Wolves here in Feldgrau. So, our plan was to wait it out, let the Giseldans and the Whispering Way fight it out, and then when Adamarius Ianaku was left unattended, perhaps steal the heart from him. Now that's my kind of plan. But you say there's only six of you? Yes. There were more, but we are all that remain. How many of them are there that you can see? Well, zero because there are none in this room. That's <laughs> not what I meant, <laughs> but it's good you're thinking. <laughs> Very literal with that. <laughs> I mean, you said that, that we could see. I don't see any other demon wolves right here. Oh, no. Um, in fact, we had a run-in with demon wolves as well as the Whispering Way. The clerics. They're dark clerics. Those bitches. For real. Man, they almost we almost got got. Almost. We did dispatch them. It is good that you are still alive. I should warn you that there are more of those Whispering Way clerics around town. There's especially couple that are animating the bodies in the town square. Do you know of this town? Do you know a lot of this town? Its history? I know some. I know basic general history, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not a history scholar. I mean, well, werewolves usually aren't. <laughs> I would have not mistaken any of you for scholars. Have you... Hey, now. <laughs> have you been to the building next door with the haunt? Um, yes. Did any of you get possessed by it? If you mean the thing that made Wilhelm over there burn his face off, then then yes, he he experienced that. Who you got a burn buddy over there? Yeah, we look <laughs> over there, and he looks like looking like Two Face. <laughs> Shabir just kind of looks over and nods, like understanding, like oh yeah. <laughs> the reason I ask is, we besides trying to defeat the menace that plagues this town. We, we want to find the mass grave, and I was wondering if the... Well, I don't know if it's a mass grave, um, but... I, the, the, I would assume that if you're looking for a mass grave, um, that this would be where those uh, Whispering Way clerics are raising the undead in the town square. They just seem to be pulling bodies out of the ground, left and right. Do you know how many of them there are? Mm, no. There's a lot, though. Like more than ten? Yes, def definitely more than ten. Do you have any plans on how to disrupt their summoning of the dead? Uh, we had not got that far yet. We were kind of hoping that the demon wolves would interrupt it for us and they get killed in the process. We accidentally killed three of them, but we thought they were on the same side as the Whispering Way. Well, I mean, a dead Giselden is a good Giselden. You don't see us tore up about it. We were hoping they would uh, go after each other as well, but we don't seem to have a catalyst for that. Well, I... From last we heard, Adamaris is planning an attack on them, but they seem to have come to a halt. I don't know if they actually will go through with the attack. Have have we thought about joining forces with them? I mean, there's six of you, there's five of us. I don't know how many of them there are. I could tell you right now that Adamaris would not go for that. We have the same enemy, I don't understand. But... He's not really one to work with others that aren't in his own bloodline. His own bloodline? Does that 
count towards people that will be in their bloodline. Do you have someone who will be a Giselden? Dun dun dun. <laughs> we have somebody who we are going to stop from being a Giselden. But at this moment in time, he does have the curse of lycanthropy. Chaubert's kind of shifting <laughs> uncomfortably. Yeah, no, he's, I'm not telling him who you are. It could be oh, yeah. any one of us. I mean... You do look like a werecat, don't I? He's going to take a good sniff. I, I feel like there's a Mordrenoct in the room, but not a Giselden. Oh, I thought he was the demon wolf. That's racist. <laughs> That's right. That's, not all werewolves look the same. Yeah. <laughs> Speciesist. <laughs> you know, I've always always mixed up the were, the wolves, um, except for the prince's wolves. We knew, hey, we know you guys. We're your friends. We have the feather. Obviously. Well, I, if you go more by the the then nicknames, then their clan names, then it's easier sometimes to distinguish them. Oh, so you have a mnemonic device for werewolves? Well, <laughs> not, ex- not exactly. I mean, like, the modern ox are also the silver hides. You can tell them because their fur is silver. Uh, I'm going to peek over at Jobert, look at his top of his head, see if anything's any gray. You kind of <laughs> see it around the temples a little bit. And then, like, the, the Giseldans are known as the demon wolves, because, I mean... They worship demons, and they have demon horns. And then the princely wolves are the most handsome of the wolves. <laughs> Obviously. And then the Dorjanevs, they're, they're the red wolves. And then the primals, well, they're just primal. Right. Very uncouth. Right. So do you know of any of the other wolves planning to attack the Whispering Way or that would interfere with our plans? I'm not sure. I could, since we have been here for a little bit, give you a a rundown of what we know about the town and what's around here. That would be much appreciated. And perhaps even propose a deal. What sort of deal? See, we, we can easily handle the Giseldans. It's when they are with the Whispering Way that we run into a problem. Whereas you said that you have handled the Whispering Way. We've handled a couple of them. We haven't handled everyone. No, no, un- understood. But my, my proposal is this. If you can bring us the head of Adamarius Ianaku, then we will fend off the remaining demon wolves while you make your play for Feldgrad Tower. Which would mean that moving forward, you wouldn't have to deal with the wolves. So all we have to do is behead their boss, give you their head, and that would be it? Yes. Wouldn't we be going through them anyways to get to their boss? We'd probably have his two or three advisors. Could you describe him? I was just about to say, I'm pretty sure I've seen him already, huh? Uh, Adamaris... Ianaku, uh, well, he's a big, burly wolf with demon, long demon horns out of the top of his head. Yeah, he is. Looks, looks like something straight out of a nightmare. Great. And that's coming from a werewolf. <laughs> so can I tell us, he's, is he describing the one that I'd already seen? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, we've taken care of half of his crew. This is the same leader that you describe there's just one small problem 
if we are going to face the head of the demon wolves, we we need to rest. Uh, feel free to rest here. We've got this place pretty well guarded. As you can see with us pointing the, the bows at the door, we let you in. Yes, thank, thank you for that. Yes, because we heard the commotion at the, the chandlery, and we knew you were coming. We were planning to trap you inside and kill you off. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, we're friends now. <laughs> what time is it? I ask because I don't know if, I mean, we don't want to, yeah, I don't know when we'd want to attack. We, do we want to attack wolves at night? Uh, they're wolves, not vampires, so I don't know if it really matters. <laughs> no, Trying all to... monsters are scarier at night. <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> we might be able to get the drop better on them at night also. I do think I think it's daytime now because you guys fought the you guys fought the ones in the the tavern. Oh, at I think you're night. right. We can either attack in the middle of the night, where we'll have darkness, but so will they. We'll wait until morning. What What do you think? Do you would you say that? Uh, I'm sure you've kept tabs on them and has had somebody spying on them. Well, I mean, as you mentioned. Werewolves can be active at any time of day. They're not afraid of the sunlight. Uh, demon wolves do prefer darkness just because of, you know, demon, evil, darkness. Oh, when they're ugly. I mean, I wasn't going to say that when you have a demon in the room with you, but... I said demon wow. wolves, not regular demons. Ooh. Not all <laughs> demons look alike either, you know. Wow. Racist. <laughs> I'm not the one who said that uh, demons were ugly. But some of them are. I mean, well, you get that right. <laughs> do we know if this head wolf has any weaknesses that we can exploit? Weaknesses? Um, well, I do know that he is an anti-paladin. So I don't know how that helps you. Do you know what his god is? Is it Urgothoa? Because if it's Urgothoa, I'm going to scream. It would not surprise me, but most of the... Um, most of the wolves actually worship the demon lord Giselda. Hence why they are known as the Giseldans. I do know that he is he's very strong. He's he just has this very intimidating aura about him. What do you mean aura? It's like just his the presence that he gives off. If you get close to him, you you make you feel like you want to run away. Is it fear? Fear, cowardice, same thing. Then I suggest we get some rest and rest up for this battle. It sounds like it will not be easy. Sounds like a plan. Um, please make yourselves comfortable. Um, we do have the fireplace going over here. It's quite large, so it heats the entire room very nicely. Are any uh, of them wearing dyed clothes? I'm just wondering if they've been playing in the dye. <laughs> I'm sure they have. <laughs> There's just one that's in like full tie dye, mm -hmm. like head to toe. He puts on a fashion show. A 60s yeah. werewolf, I love it. <laughs> As you guys rest up for the evening, or for the morning, or however long you're resting up, I don't know how long you're planning to rest, the wolves will, you know, gather around you, and they kind of talk about what's going on in town, um, how the Whispering Way and the, the demon wolves were working together for quite some time, but their attitudes kind of soured and have they've turned on each other 
Evidently, both the Demon Wolves and the Whispering Way want the heart of Kavlakasane for different reasons. They also tell you about the inn that is near the mill, which apparently has a ghost haunting the place. Like a dangerous one, or like like moaning mark? <laughs> they, they tell you of this kind of sad, balding old man with stringy hair that he's just sitting behind the front desk at the end. They don't really know much about him. They just know that he kind of walks in a pattern where he will eventually just get up, throw a spectral noose around one of the rafters and hang himself. And then he just keeps reliving that moment over and over again. Maybe another one of the haunting things if we can free his body or soul or whatever. Yeah, that'd be nice if we could help him out. Yeah, sounds like a terrible existence. Yeah. Uh, They do confirm for you that Adamaris and his advisors are in the mill. They also tell you of the growing army in the town square of the undead, and that the Whispering Way's headquarters are in the Feldgrau Tower. They also mention that upstairs with Adamaris at the mill that... There are two prisoners chained up. Last they saw one of them, they don't know if he was human or not, but he was humanoid. He looked human, and he was badly injured and badly beaten. The other one, they're not sure who he is. If we were to free them, could they take a refuge here? Of course. Um, we could keep this place as a, a fortress as we manage the demon wolves. With as badly damaged as that one is, even with all the best healing spells, it may take some time for him to fully recover and be able to speak again. But if you do get the chance, rescuing them might not be a bad plan. Yes, well, I'm going to put that at the top of our list. Well, while we're here, do you guys have any questions for me? I feel like we've done a lot of the talking this evening. So, oh, so Shabert wants to ask him to, um, whenever they, Adamaris and his, his two minions, do they normally stick to the second floor of the mill or are they, what is, what is their movement like? Well, you said you've taken out the ones that were downstairs, correct? Yes. Yes. So I'm not sure if he will have another patrol downstairs or not. He may have promoted new ones to be his guards the ones upstairs uh, those are his advisors and him they remain upstairs so that they have continuous view of the whispering way consider it their their war room if you if you must that makes sense so we could just burn it down (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that too, but then the the prisoners <laughs> threw a little bit of a wrench into that. Oh no! Oh, yeah. That, that's true. Yes, you, you may may kill some innocent people that way. I'm not sure um, who his current advisors are, but I do know that he does have an advisor with. Um, let's see, what was his name? Victor Iliescu. That's one of that's one of the advisors for sure. The other one, I'm I'm not sure his name. Weird story with him. He uh, he used to be, but 
he was he was a werewolf hunter that got bitten by one of them and turned into a werewolf on one of their, their hunting raids. And uh, apparently he performed so well as a werewolf, he's been already promoted to the rank of advisor. Unfortunately, that happened to one of our former friends, and we had to dispatch him. They were promoted that quickly, and it wouldn't surprise me if Adamaris is the one that bit them, you know, himself. He does take special interest in his own progeny. And you're sure his name was Ilyasko? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely a... An interesting name. It also sounds very similar to Ianaku, so it's probably something else that they have in common. Yes. Now, I don't know if that is one of the advisors you will find upstairs, but uh, you might. Especially since I don't know which guards or advisors you managed to kill. Right. Is there a problem? No, no problem. Just trying to remember all of this. It's a lot of information. Yes, yes. I mean, we've we've had... We've had days to just sit here and think of plans and ideas. So it's nice to have somebody else to talk to that aren't these five. <laughs> it's like we've been quarantined here and we've we've gone stir crazy. <laughs> ask if they start if they tried baking sourdough yet in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> we've rearranged this building like four times already. Well, we'll rest and hopefully we can dispatch that leader in the morning or in the nighttime. I don't. What time is it again? It's afternoon. <laughs> probably now that you've now that you've been talking, it's probably evening. Early evening, just in time for supper. <laughs> Papa, are we having supper? <laughs> like I said, we, we we'll leave you be. Let you get your rest. Um, forgive Wilhelm there. He he does howl in his sleep sometimes. So so just just smack him on the nose if if he's howling. <laughs> Do you have a newspaper or something I can use? <laughs> Diego clearly rolls up a newspaper. <laughs> we do have this spray bottle you can just spray him in the face Diego is staying away from the spray bottle <laughs> now uh, uh, Diego I believe they said your name was we, we do have a large fireplace here don't crawl in the fireplace your fur looks a little singed I, I don't want you to get burned again mm, he knows you <laughs> yeah, I think my fur marks have some singed parts. Yes. <laughs> so you guys rest up for the evening. So are they near us, or are we kind of alone, like to where we can talk amongst ourselves? Uh, you could probably pull off to one of the sides and talk in secret. They do have, you know, werewolf hearing, so they may still be able to hear you anyway. But we do need to figure out, figure out our next path. I know they've had one job to formulate a plan and it doesn't seem like they've done anything. <laughs> Dyed their clothes, baked the sourdough. <laughs> uh, they, they came up with the plan. It was wait for reinforcements to get here and then make them do everything. That's gonna say, <laughs> terrible plan. <laughs> but it worked apparently, so <laughs> right. here we are. <laughs> He's like, I knew they would come. Do we wish to attack uh, the leader? Well, Chaubert can clearly see that uh, Rinley doesn't want to talk about the other issue, so he's just going to talk about the plan, and that's it. So Chabert already kind of saw some of the some of the room and everything, right? Yes. Okay. When I was up there, you know, they I could see the trap door. I think maybe the the plan should be is if we can all sneak, we we can all use the spider climb and sneak up into the room and surprise them that way. Uh, and I could maybe we could put something to 
to cover the door so that they can't get any reinforcements from below. How big is the doorway? The window to get in would be about one at a time. What about the door to downstairs? I can increase my size and be very difficult to get past. Yes, or if we could find maybe, I don't know, a, a table or something to put over it and we could use this immovable rod to lock it in place. That would work. Do you recall a table being in there? Let me think. <laughs> Do I recall a table being in there? <laughs> you figured there would have been something that he was, you know, uh, coming up with his plans on. They called it his war room, so he'd probably have, like, a table with right. the map of the town or whatever on it. So, first, I think we should determine if there is anybody in that lower floor, and then we can proceed with that plan. All right, so what do you guys think? Is that, uh, the plan is to get, a uh, our spider climb on? Our spider-man zone? Spider-cat? Spider-cat. Do we all need to do that? I don't want to use your potion if we don't need to. Like, I mean, Diego can... I can climb. I'm sure Diego has a great climb. Okay. So it might just be me and Dorothy and Cabal. Oh, yeah, and you can fly. Only if I'm singing. Oh, oh. <laughs> can you sing quietly? <laughs> <laughs> the whispering singing. Yeah. Pianissimo. <laughs> yeah, I've got a plus nine in climb, so... I mean, you can just do a rope, right? I think Dwarfy will definitely need the spider climb, but... I can drop a rope down. Yeah, because I've got a plus seven to climb. I also have a plus seven to climb. Okay. Like some climbing fools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we don't want to waste his spider climb, though. Yeah, I've got 28 charges, so... Oh, well, F it. Let's all spider climb. <laughs> I thought you were, like, yeah, less than 10. No, it had, like, 30-something when we started. Like, 34 or something. We only used it one time on all of us. Oh, then we good. Let's climb. We're climbing. Okay. So you're planning to... Head over to the mill and climb up the outside to go in through the window that Schubert went through originally. Yes. Yeah, I think we want to try to scout the bottom and look through the bottom windows just to see if anybody's there. Uh, to see if we need to be worried about that also. Okay. So, you guys set off for the mill and you said you wanted to check out the, the, bottom. the, the downstairs area first. Well, as we're walking, as we're kind of making our way over there, trying to do it discreetly I'm going to you know turn to Rindley and Suga I didn't want to bring it up in front of the wolves obviously you're trying to keep it under wraps but what what uh, is, is this going to be a problem I, I know you know this Iliescu fellow and I, what is our true plan here I've said this before I, I can't kill this man I can't I cannot. He is the father to one of one of my old companions, and it would be a disservice to both him and Roderick. He would die before they could reunite. I understand that feeling, and my only fear is if he is truly lost. Could you reason with him? I don't know. I don't... The problem is I don't know this person. I know his son, and his son is a good man. And if he's anything like his son, then he, in turn, is a good man. Sometimes people change, and, and he has aligned himself with the demon wolves. He has saved our party before. Not this one, the other one. He has spared us. We've come up against these demon wolves. We fought these demon wolves, and he has stopped them from killing his son and his party. One good deed doesn't mean he's a good person. 
No, but it does mean he can he can be reached, right? He's not no. the the disease doesn't strip you completely of your humanity. If his son was with us, then I would say that we have a chance, but without his son here, I I don't know what we could do. But what if his son was here? I don't think we have that kind of time. No, but we have that kind of power. Oh, Suka, I, I see where you're going. That That is an interesting plan. It's deceitful. I don't know how he'd react when the ruse was over, but it could buy us time. It may be worse in the end. I don't know. I don't... Is my revenge blinding me? Is this wrong? Suka, I... I... I don't know exactly how to say if it's right or wrong, but I, I think trying to save him is noble. If he if he's beyond saving, attacking him as his own son, that could be very wrong. I grew up with both my parents. My brother was not so fortunate. He did not grow up with his mother. Roderick lost his father, or thought he lost his father. I know that my brother, if given the chance, would want to try and save his mother. And I know that Roderick would want the same. I don't know how good I'm going to be in this battle, because my judgment is clouded. If he can be saved, I'm I'm with you, Suka. I I I I, I too know Roderick. I I don't know that I could kill his father. If it was between me or, or one of you and, and him, obviously. I could. Roderick left this party in order to find his father. Who would we be to, to take that opportunity away from him? He spent so much of his life thinking that his father was dead. And he finds out when he finds out later that he's alive and, and goes to find him former companions, two people that he's trusted with his life have snuffed out that hope. Oh, really? I, 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 I wasn't with you when Roderick's father found you. Do you think you'd be able to recognize him? I honestly can't remember. It was such a blur. I didn't know that it was his father until after. The best thing we can hope for is that his father is not one of the ones that is here. They used his name. True. I'm sure he's one of the advisors. I'm sure of it. One of the ones that was seen with the leader that Jobert saw in the window. I mean, that, that is a possibility, but from what you said, Jobert, I get the feeling that they are very much attack first, ask questions later kind of people, am I right? Oh, most definitely. I, I don't think we'll get more than one chance to convince him not to attack us. I don't think we can go into this holding anything back. If even... Even the prince's wolves are afraid of this Adamarase Anaku fellow, I, I imagine we're in for a tough fight. I imagine so as well. Diego, Cabal, what, what say you of all of this? If he's put himself in a position where he's an advisor and he attacks us, he's got to die. I'd say we give him a chance, but if he fails, we have no choice. What is this plan that you want to come up with? Or, or do we just go fight and, and bring up Roderick's name? Well, how, how, do, how do we want to handle this? 
You know that I can become Roderick, right? I know you can in physical form, but... No, I won't be Roderick, but I can take... Yes, you're right, I can take his form, but I don't know what that would do to us, to him, to our chances. But could you do his voice? Could you speak to his father in Roderick's voice? That would depend on my um, disguise check. Because maybe I can talk ration. This is not how he sounds. <laughs> but this is the best I can do. How well do you say that he knows his son? Well, from the, the stories that Roderick mentioned, he and his father were very close. Roderick's father was a werewolf hunter that would go on these raids with a hunting party and he would always come back. And Roderick went off to to school for his arcane studies and he received word from his mother that his father had died in one of the hunting raids. Oh, so Roderick would have hit puberty while he was away at school, so his voice would have changed anyways. We got this. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So it does sound like he went a while without having actually talked to his son in person, so maybe you Maybe you do have a chance, Zuka, if this happens. There's one thing, though. He knew his son. He knew him. That's why he stopped the attack. I don't know if it was from the smell, the sound of his voice. I just know that this is a dangerous game we'd be playing. Sometimes we have to risk things. It means the wi- defeating the Whispering Way. It's got to happen. He's got to die. Is my vengeance worth my companion's father? Well, we have to look at it this way. Roderick's father is just one man, whereas defeating the Whispering Way could save many. Is is Roderick's happiness more important than the souls of all of these people throughout Galarian? And this Roderick fellow sounds very noble from what you've described of him. What would, he, what would he do in, in our position? I believe he would save the day. Roderick is a nice fellow and all, but he's also kind of an emotional automaton, so he doesn't really have emotions. Right, no, that's <laughs> what I... Yeah. He would do what was right, not what was best for him. I just wish I could get word to him, but I don't even know where he went. Well, we, we know he went to the Shadowwood, so he's somewhere in the same woods as we are. Send a messenger pigeon? <laughs> We found your dad! <laughs> well, most of them. <laughs> Parts of him. I need to explain when you get here, but... All right. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> your dad. <laughs> you know how you thought your dad was dead and you really wanted to find him? Well, we were making dreams come true today. <laughs> <laughs> Make-A-Wish Foundation? <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> Delivering one dead dad. <laughs> but no, seriously, you need to get here quick or he's going to be dead for real. <laughs> mm. All right. So uh, when you said that about the pigeon, Friendly stops. He touches his chest. Oh, yeah. And for the first time, he separates from his familiar and sends it just to see if he can find him. So the bat flies away. Off she goes. It's like, how long have you so, had that thing in you? 
totally forgotten that you could do that. <laughs> and a flavor drake flies by and eats it up. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Ew. Also, here's me and Cabal risking our lives out here, scouting around. And he had a goddamn bat in his chest this whole time. <laughs> this whole time. Well, I can't talk to it, but, I mean, five I thought you could. It's there. Uh, we can kind of understand. I mean, it's first level, so I can't yet. But ah, uh, gotcha. No we we vibe. Bad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's from it's the baddie from Fern Gully. Yeah, like it really can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damage. Oh, gravity works. <laughs> oh, oops! I hate when that happens. I love baddie. <laughs> oh. Yet another fun Robin Williams. Yet another fun Robin Williams role. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know that movie did not get a, as much credit as it deserved. Dude, it's one of my favorites, bro. I love Fern Gully. I've so good. actually never seen it. Oh. Yeah, we need to make up a list of movies that John hasn't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Film education of John Blizzard. That's right. <laughs> okay, so you were in. When you're talking with the um, the prince's wolves, you are in building number five, uh-huh. kind of on this north central part of town. Uh, the mill is building nine. So we want to go to building twelve then, right? What? But what? No, we're trying to go to the mill, right? But what's in building twelve? <laughs> Secrets. A map I haven't drawn yet. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is, but it's a map I haven't drawn yet. It's so far out there. But we got to get to Genie. That's where all the secrets are. Mm-hmm. To get to the mill, which is building nine, uh, you would want to go through this alleyway past the inn, which is where the ghost is. And then it is right next door to building nine. So as you go around, you guys are going to get that good view of this undead army amassing in the center of town, like in a town square. Okay. Nice. So we can see what we're going up against. Mm-hmm. So moving that way. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. Let's head there. I'm good. Okay. So you guys walk by the inn. Uh, it's kind of dilapidated. It's still standing and functioning, but it you know it looks dilapidated, like a lot of the buildings in this town do. As you go by, Dwarfy even mentions, "I can see why this place is haunted. It looks like a haunted inn." <laughs> Yeah, the HOA is not doing their job here. Mm-hmm. Not, not at all. <laughs> but they can't put pink flamingos out, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll try to take a look in the lower windows first, just to see if we can, if we need to be worried about people coming in and surprising us. Okay. As you do so, as you come around the corner toward the 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 mill, give me a perception check. Ooh, natural 20. Okay. 18. Oh, we got a 19. <laughs> and that was not natural. <laughs> what is your total perception with the 20? 31. A damn. Eagle eye. Mm-hmm. Most perceptive. That's the best one. Most of you notice, but Chabert definitely notices as you come around the corner. This town square, which you guys have walked by before, but you haven't really paid too much attention to. But Chaubert notices that this amassing army of the undead is about twice the size as it was the last time he saw it. Oh, shit. Oh, no. 
Can we just unleash a dragon on them? <laughs> you got dragon money? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Can you transfer into a dragon? Nope. Yeah, you're going to need to become a lot bigger cat. Cats only. I am restricted. I can do cats only. <laughs> I could cast enlarged person on your your cat form. Oh, large kitty. Go oh, like kitty. Ultron. Go be. <laughs> yeah. The the weird thing to notice as you see this army of the undead. The reason I say army is it's not these wandering, shambling skeletons and whatever. These skeletons and zombies and other types of undead bodies are they're all standing rank and file waiting for instructions it's a real army of darkness <laughs> everyone who's looking give me a will save oh will too oh no oh, no i wasted my 20 i got a 20 not natural i got an 11 24 and 23. Diego got a 13. So Diego and Chaubert, as you see this standing army of undead creatures, you're both shaken. Not, not stirred. <laughs> Feeling martini. Mm-hmm. I mean, understandably, it's a very unsettling sight to see this literal army of the undead waiting to be dispatched. Basically to kill you, yes. Something you know that you will have to fight. And in fact, Cabal has seen you fighting it. It's true, and you lost. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> Except for me. I don't need to shake it. But you are able to make your way inside or, or to the windows of the mill kind of peek in uh as you do you notice that it the area is somewhat left like it was when you last saw it but the bodies are gone are they in the are they in rank and file no (laughs) so the bodies are no longer on the in the lower floor is anyone in the lower floor you do not see anyone in the lower floor we could do like a pincer move yeah if we could entice one of the entice them down and then climb up the other way. Do werewolves climb well? Depends on the wolf. Depends on if they have gymnastic claps as a child. How many times do they have to climb the rope? How many pull-ups can they do? Not that many. <laughs> <laughs> One and a half. And that's me. <laughs> See, what do you guys want to do? I'm all for surprising them, but it sounds like Rinley may not be. Uh, down for just a straight up attack or he might want to try to make peace with him first or peace with the Iliescu one yeah what was his first name again I just know Iliescu Victor uh, Victor Vicky <laughs> Victor yeah. I'm just shocked it's a name that that Richard came up with that didn't start with an R mm-hmm. well he's the R's mm-hmm. his his characters are R's not... which I should have picked up on on the Christmas episode when he picked his character because I figured he'd go for the, the wizard, but he went for the one with the R name. It's his thing. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Dwarfy. Yes. You and I will go in downstairs. The rest of you go up. So right. We try to attack them on both sides. Penetrate them like from it. behind. 
Actually, from behind and in front. We're going to Eiffel Tower these bitches. (laughs) So, when you say we we go downstairs, are we climbing the ladder and going up? Or are we waiting downstairs to try to draw some down? We're going to wait and draw some down. If you get into too much trouble, let us know. I'm going to cast a message so that we can talk. Who are you connecting to? Who wants to be leader? Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I guess Diego, be Chaubert. Diego's more of a just, I'm going to go and hit something. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I'm down for killing everybody, but y'all are the ones talking about, oh, it's his dad, though. It's his dad. <laughs> so yeah. I'll let you be in control of that. Some of the, you know, religious people in this group actually have souls. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't demons. <laughs> With their emotions and shit. Jeez. <laughs> My only fear is how we'll know if it's him. I mean, obviously, I'm probably gonna we're probably gonna try to attack the main guy first, but but let's do it. All right. Okay. You know, I'm gonna just go ahead and point at everybody to so the whisper. Anybody and everybody can talk. Well, to me at least. Sounds good. So it's not just on Chaubert and he gets taken out in one hit. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which he is prone to do. Yeah. He likes to die a lot. Well, I keep on having to be in the front lines, and I'm not a <laughs> not a front line kind of guy. Not yeah, monk and ranger. Wait, no, <laughs> you're not a ranger, but and monk and and I'm not a monk. I am a monk, and I'm usually in the front getting burned. <laughs> That's true. If there's fire involved, Diego's on fire. <laughs> I'm a hot kitty. <laughs> Instead of hairballs, you hawk up fireballs. Pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of Eiffel Tower. <laughs> All right. So we've got Dwarfy and Rinley downstairs. And we have Cabal, Chaubert, and Diego going around spider climbing up the side of the wall. Yeah, buddy. Spider climb. Spider climb. Spider cat. Spider cat. <laughs> Does what I want to be Spider Pig. Oh, you are. Okay, thank you. <laughs> spider Cat and Spider Pig. <laughs> Is Joe Bear in his in his uh, farm animals? Yeah, yeah, yo. Okay, you guys are like Charlotte's Web over here. <laughs> Marvelous Pig. <laughs> That'll do, Pig. That'll do. Uh, so anyway, so who's making the first move? Uh, show. Bear and Cabal, I guess, will do the stealth up to the window so we can peek in. Okay. Is your, how's your stealth? Uh, stealth's pretty good. I can do it. It's got a plus seven. Okay, okay. so we can all kind of... That's th- cute, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling inadequate here. <laughs> Cabal got a 29. Okay. Shabir got a 30. Okay. Shock face. Diego got a 25. (laughs) You're all pretty stealthy, you know, making your way up the side of the mill. So taking a peek in the window. Peek in the window. Whoever's peeking in, give me a perception check. How's your perception, Joe Bear? Uh, I have an 11. Oh my god, me too! Oh, shoot. (laughs) Your perception, buddies. I'm 31. (laughs) Can you be 31? 
Uh, no, I cannot. Okay, so then Cabal will peek through. I can. Okay. So Cabal peeks through, and you can see as you you look inside this beast of a werewolf uh, with the demon horns and everything pacing back and forth. Uh, you see the other two uh, smaller but still ferocious-looking wolves uh, pacing around the room as well uh, in the middle of a, a conversation. They look antsy. The the big one is like, I'm tired of waiting. I want to just I want to kill something. Uh, and you know, whoever it is that is spying on us right now obviously didn't take into the account that we can smell you. Huh? Oh, I, did, I did fart a little bit. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous. You are a demon. You, I'm just saying. <laughs> Why don't you come inside and we can discuss this. That's what you said last night. Um, but you never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> you got ghosted. <laughs> so, so what do we do, guys? Um, Diego will stay in there. Oh, all right. Yeah, Shabero go in right after Diego. Then okay, Cabal's in the back. <laughs> okay. So you guys climb through the window, make your way inside, and Runley. Is going up the ladder very quietly. Make yourself check. Mm, no, 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 no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not going to do it, you guys. Nine. <laughs> Maybe it's a good distraction. The the wolves turn to the sound that is made as, as Renly starts climbing up the ladder. I see that you three are not alone. This should be fun. I've been wanting to take my anger out on someone other than these two idiots here in the corner. Victor Iliesco. How do you know of Victor? Is he not here? Wait, I don't know why I turned into Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I think it's sort of like a man from uncle thing. <laughs> is Victor not with you tonight? Of course he is. He's one of the morons chained up over here. Do you want to join him? Well, maybe. I mean, what do you do when you chain them up? Whips, chains, you know. Whips and chains, handcuffs, make a little booty ass with my belt, scream. <laughs> hey. See, I, I went more Rihanna with that. Oh, my bad. I went ludicrous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's not with them. He's chained up. That's fantastic news. Did he point to him? Can we see him chained? You see a a man kind of laying face up on the ground, chained up. The, there's two bodies. There's one, a man laying face up and a man laying face down um, on opposite sides of a table, uh, chained up. And he points to the one face up as Victor. While they're distracted, does um, Diego have a chance to change size? You could, yeah. I will. Well, while you're doing that, and he sees that Victor is is chained up, he's going to uh, Renly is going to say, "Well, I guess this really decides what I was going to do." And he touches his head, and he turns in to carry the one. Ha! A fight I see is an order. 
very good. Not a fight, dear. Oh, you're right. It's more like uh, playtime. Indeed. She snaps her fingers and casts mirror image. <laughs> this is getting fun. So you have lots of carries and a large cat. Well, I have, I have to roll. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, seven, eight. There are eight carry the ones. Well, dang. Carry the eight. <laughs> That's a lot of eights. A lot of singing. Eight of you. And a large cat. It's finally looking like a fair fight. And he draws his falchion. And we'll roll for initiative next week. Oh my god! We were right there! Yeah. Right in there. Oh.